Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, If the wicked man turns away from all the sins he committed... If he keeps all my statutes and does what is right and just, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the crimes he committed shall be remembered against him. He shall live because of the virtue he has practiced. Do I indeed derive any pleasure from the death of the wicked, says the Lord God? Do I not rather rejoice when he turns from his evil way that he may live? And if the virtuous man turns from the path of virtue to do evil, the same kind of abominable things that the wicked man does, can he do this and still live? None of his virtuous deeds shall be remembered, because he has broken faith and committed sin. Because of this, he shall die. You say the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair, or rather are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if the wicked, turning from the wickedness he has committed, does what is right and just, he shall preserve his life. Since he has turned away from all the sins that he committed, he shall surely live. He shall not die. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and therefore recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother and then come on and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge and the judge will hand you over to the guard and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. If the wicked man turns away from all the sins he committed, if he keeps all my statues and does what is right and just, he shall surely live. He shall not die. That is the prophet Ezekiel doing some prep work for Christ, who came to teach us about reconciliation. Listen to Christ. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. Whoever says you fool will be liable to fiery Gehenna. What does Raka mean? It is an Aramaic word, the language the Jews spoke, which means foolish, stupid, or crazy. Calling someone a fool was the gravest of insults. It implied that a person had lost all sense of morals and religion. And Christ warned that to show utter contempt for someone like that could end one up in fiery Gehenna. Gehenna was the garbage dump in South Jerusalem where fires burned all the time. The analogy was very clear. Gehenna stood for the eternal fires of hell. So 
what are we to do? Christ said, our righteousness must surpass those of the Pharisees, many of whom are only concerned with the external practices of the law. That type of person thinks he can save himself by his faith alone or by his external works of the law without conversion of heart. Not so. Listen to Ezekiel. Therefore, I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, says the Lord God. Repent, turn away from your transgressions, lest iniquity be your ruin. Interestingly enough, 600 years after Ezekiel, Christ's first line in the Gospels was, Repent. We are saved by grace, God's gift in which we are called to cooperate. This cooperation comes from the inside, not the outside. It comes from the heart. And that is the gift we bring to the altar, a humble, contrite heart. There is a condition, however, attached to approaching the altar. Our heart has to be in a state of grace. If, due to mortal sin, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit has been snuffed out in us, it does us no good to approach and receive holy communion. That is a foolish thing to do. You see, it does a corpse no good to have food stuffed into its mouth. Likewise, a dead soul is not resurrected by receiving the Holy Eucharist. More than that, it is a great sacrilege, the greatest of sins, to receive our Lord, body, blood, soul, and divinity in that state. It is the gravest of insults to your Lord and King. If you are confused as to what constitutes mortal sin, seek out a priest. But don't seek the priest who hobnob with the rich and powerful in the garbage dump that is Washington, D.C. They'll give you a pass because they don't really love you. And you will be flirting with their trip to fiery Gehenna. We have to be reconciled with Christ, our brother, if we dare to approach and receive his gift at the altar. But take heart, because the Lord's ways are more than fair. He gives us confession as the means to reconcile with him. He gave it to us the day he rose from the dead. It's right there in the Bible. The apostles were given power to bind and loose, to forgive sins in God's name. Now, did that power die with the apostles? If that is the case, then why is anyone today getting baptized? For that power would have died also. My friends, God gives us time to settle with our opponent before we get handed over to the judge and thrown into an eternal prison. There is nothing unfair about that. It is the wages of sin. But God is more than fair. So go to confession and have divine mercy flood your soul. That is step one. Step two is to amend your life. That in no way begins to happen by receiving communion sacrilegiously. It begins by going to confession, the Lord's beautiful gift that keeps us from despair and keeps us out of Gehenna. Cooperate with God's grace while you have time and go to confession. You will be given the strength to turn away from your sins, to do what is right and just, then you shall surely live. You shall not die.